Yes. Here we go. We are here. Thursday already. I thought it was. So yesterday we were talking about the show and I said, hey, uh, should we do? I thought it was Wednesday. Yeah, I did too. Today was Wednesday. Yeah. Like I was talking to the guys and I, because Jerry came in a Tuesday. That's what Rich reminded me. And I go, that's why I messed up. I thought. Wednesday. What are we going to do Wednesday? And Rich goes, tomorrow's Thursday. I go, Wayne Brady on Wednesday? No, dude. Wayne Brady's on Thursday. I go, so we got to wait a day? Tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, See, and I thought Tuesday was Wednesday. I think Rich and I both thought Tuesday was Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah, you had the happy mistake. Yes. You you thought it was one day less, so you're closer to the weekend. Yes. On Tuesday, I got up. I was like, oh, it's Wednesday. No, no, it's an extra day away from the weekend. That one hurts. I still think it's August. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sunday's October, Jerry. You know the the thing. So does he. The thing. The thing there, yeah. He thinks it's of August of 2021, though. Uh, I thought of the debate last night, did not flip it on, went to bed. It was on. I went to bed. It was on in the bedroom. I fell asleep, and I woke up to them. Inter- the debate was over, and Ramaswamy was being interviewed, and that was all I remember. Who do they say the winner was? Uh, I have no idea. <clears throat> I know that Ramaswamy was beat up pretty bad. I mean, they were all after him. Yeah, because so- That means he's the threat. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So I got back uh, from lifting weights, and I did, and I get back, and I turn it on, and it's 10 o'clock, 30 minutes left, and I figure, all right, I'm going to just watch a little bit to see what's going on, and it was DeSantis talking about we got to fund Ukraine, then it was Tim Scott reminding everybody that all the money, we need to send him more money because 90% of it is a loan. And Ramaswamy said, so you, what, think they're going to pay us back? Yeah, right. And so they were all telling, we need to up the war. We need to do more. We need to provide more. Across the board, with one exception of Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. So Ramaswamy said, eventually, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, eventually, when any conflict ends, when there's a war, there's always peace talks. So why, instead of 10 years from now, when they have peace talks... Why don't we start the peace talks now and start working to a solution? He goes, the American people don't even know what each side wants. They think they do, but you don't really, you know, we haven't even had peace talks. And boy, did he get destroyed. They just, peace talks, we need, Christy, we need to weaken our enemy. Uh, And Christy said, if they take over. Yeah, he's a war hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they take over Ukraine, then they're going to take over Poland. And then the the, the entire, he acts like Ukraine's part. These these Republicans and Democrats think that Ukraine's part of NATO. They're not. And Ramaswamy said, are we forgetting that Ukraine is a corrupt country? That they're not small little nice guy here? He He goes, I'm not defending Russia, but... Ukraine is not part of NATO. They are not, you know, and we are funneling all this. And every single one of them wants to continue. You see the gas today is $4? Mm. $4.09. And it's going to go up and our economy is going to continue to be in the crap. And none of these politicians, they just want to keep keep it going. Keep the war going. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Because they're all getting Feed rich. Feed the industrial complex. Yeah, people it's are getting rich. A lot of money. See how it ends. Let's say it goes down the road and Russia gets their Ukraine, you know, their territory, whatever. You're going to go knock on Putin's door to collect that bill? Send Renaissance over? 
hey, we need our trillions back. Can you pay that's us now? That's true. It would only be repaid yeah. should you crit. Well, yeah, that's but kind of their thing bargaining is, Russia's not going. They got their part that they want, and they're holding steady. They're not moving forward anymore. They want, what is it, Crimea? What is it? That's the city, Crimea, right? Crimea, yeah. yeah. That's well, the, what the fear is, of course, Hungary, Poland. Yes. But they're you know, not. We've been down that road. They haven't even said they're doing that. Right. So we're we are our political leaders are saying that because they want to keep this war going. There's profit being made for them. And no, then I don't the, know. Clean, the cleanup. You know, once you go to war, you got to have the cleanup. And those damn co- companies, more government money. Those contracts for the are up. Yeah, they're already lining up. Now, I, I didn't see it, as I mentioned, but I did see some comments this morning, and I thought it was kind of unfair. They said that Nikki Haley became shrill. <laughs> you, don't, you don't say that about Chris Christie. No. Mike Pence is, isn't described as shrill, but then somebody commented, she was. Yeah, she's something. <laughs> she got emotional, I guess, and it became very, uh, well, shrill. And I only saw 15 minutes, but her part was, we don't end the war in Ukraine, and then we go to Mexico and we bring in special forces to kill the cartel. And she said, we stop all trade, not just she said Trump got it wrong. He wanted to trade negotiate. She said, we go after because they've stole our intelligence. We go after we we make them pay six hundred billion dollars. And then she said, we stop all trade altogether until they stop the because they're sending the fentanyl. Does she understand if we stopped all trade with China that our economy would be worse than COVID when we had. We can't stop. She goes, we stop trade altogether with them until they wow. stop sending fentanyl. That would destroy yeah. our country. We would be destroyed. But that's the tough talk these politicians say to get the votes. Nikki Haley. She's yeah. she's dangerous. And to be fair, does dangerous. Mike Pence have an emotion? Have you ever no, seen that? No, no. <laughs> Good point. It's yeah. time for fair Pence. Enough. It's yes. time for Pence and Christie to drop out. Pence was doing the, when I saw it, the back to Ronald Reagan basics, back to conservative basics. Those days are gone, Pence. Yeah. It's a new Trump. Yeah, so got to move forward. was the most measured. Yes, uh, probably. He seemed the yes. most uh, on top of it, in control, and they had him dead center. I Which I think yeah. is kind of telling. I only saw one thing, and it was a big. Long Who was rant. next to him? Because last time Ramaswamy it was okay. That's the way it was the first time. And I think Chris, uh, uh, Nikki Haley. Okay, that's yeah. the way it was the first time. But he was middle in the first time. It was Ramaswamy and DeSantis yeah. in the middle. He had three on each side. Yes. Now it's DeSantis in the middle, and then they had a different stage where they were kind of like a, tr- not like a triangle, but like a wider triangle. Now Trump was alive at the same time. Was he? In Michigan, yep. His big speech. Widely attended. And then Tucker had on Bill O'Reilly last night. Oh, gotcha. Well, Bill O'Reilly's every night with Chris Cuomo. Uh, I don't know the channel. Yeah. No, this was Tucker, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. yeah. So, you on, mean people on, watched? On X. You mean people yeah, watched? Yeah, on X. Yeah. Right. Like what yeah. he did with Trump last night. Yes, yes. So, did- I don't know what people were watching, but I, I that debate... The clip I heard, you couldn't understand. No, anything. it was they it was were, nothing but chaos. It was. They yeah. were talking because they were banging it's on like Ramaswamy. us on a Friday at nine. <laughs> yeah, everybody fighting for a position <laughs> to be heard. <laughs> Who's louder? It was Ramaswamy because he disagreed with Ukraine. Yeah, and yeah. all the warmongering. Every single one of the other candidates are more good way to uh, yeah. 
differentiate yourself from the pack there. It is. Right? Because there's one non-war candidate and everyone else is pro-war. Like, keep it going as long as they can. Yeah. I don't know about it's gonna DeSantis. It's going to be Vietnam. <laughs> it is. It absolutely will. Yeah, because wasn't yeah. that the whole thing? Oh, if we don't stop it now, communism's going to take over everywhere. We have to do it. Well, if the media machine feeds you, they will feed it to you and give you, tell you that they're going to take over. And I've never seen a quote of Putin saying we're going to take over Poland or Hungary or any NATO. Co- Poland and NATO, yeah, right. they were just approved, not weren't they? NATO. Were they just approved? What country was just approved in NATO? There was a couple countries. Maybe uh, it wasn't like, Poland. No, it was like Sweden, wasn't maybe it? Maybe it was Sweden. Finally joined, yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. that was it. That's what the media does. during. I remember during the one election when they said everybody was going to be locked up in camps. Trump was going to take away all the rights yeah, and lock yeah, people right, up in right, camps. Right, right. But yeah, there there's going to be troops on the ground if we elect the wrong person. Your teenagers, your kids right now are are going to be there if we don't do ah, something smart here. Golly. Cuz don't you get a feeling that it's just getting tanks are there now and it's just yeah, getting Yeah, they bigger said there's already bigger. covert operations going on. Yes. Yeah. They so we already have troops From on the, the United States. Yes. Yeah, right. But it's just going to get bigger and every single guy and gal last night except for one and then Biden wants to keep it going. Kennedy does not. He yeah, Kennedy wants, does not. Kennedy that wants is, peace That's talks. a good point. And, boy, this could go. $4 of gas today at Speedway, four oh nine. California, seven seventy nine. Yeah. I saw for regular. And it's going to keep yeah. rising. And the price of everything will keep rising. And then they'll keep raising the rates, thinking that, well, if we raise the interest rates to, th- you know, what's it going to be, 8 by the end of the year? And then next year, 11? And they'll say, well, if we keep raising the rates, that'll lower the prices. No, it'll just make it impossible for someone to buy a place. Think about it. If it goes to eight, what's your loan of your house? Mine's three, under three. I'm under three. I'm under three. Yeah. And think about it now. You'd be paying almost triple the interest. right. Unreal. That would really drag it out, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I refied down to a uh, 15. That's year, what I did. And I've only got about five left. I'm just trying to, man, if I can get that paid, right? Yeah. There'll be some uh, comfort in knowing that at least that's paid. Vehicles will be paid. Because in retirement, eh, I don't have a big uh, stack of gold I'm with over you there. there bro. I do not, You're not have Menendez? that. I do not have that. I don't yes. either. I just have a lake house to sell. That's it. My real, yeah, my, that's equity sitting there. But my financial guy's that's always, good point. you need to put more in the IRA. And I said, Kevin, let me be honest with you. What's going to make more money for me in retirement? A lake house on Indian Lake or throwing money into a IRA because the IRAs are not moving? So what do you? What what's good, buying real estate where the values go up? Or throwing money in IRA. He goes, yeah. but long term in IRA. I go long term. It hasn't moved in ten years. Because you could take you could take your IRA tax free. Yes. Any profit on that house you're paying forty percent uh, tax. Now it's it's not forty percent, but it's it's fifteen percent on capital gains. But if you prove you live there for two years, there's no capital yeah. gains. So if I retire and and keep the Canal House, live at Indian Lake for two years, sell the Indian Lake House and move back to Canal and live there for two years, I I can get skirt by the capital gains. There you go. Because you got to live there. I've looked into it because I wanted to sell the Lake House. And he said, no, you got to prove residency 
for two years. So he yeah, goes, you really shouldn't listen to me. I get my all my financial <laughs> advice on Instagram. Yeah, on those guys, those little thirty seconds. Subscribe now. Yeah. <laughs> how to be rich in 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, right. Good or how to say how, how to retire tax free. I listen to it every time. <laughs> Capital gains is is 40% for high like million dollar homes. Okay. Like higher. Yeah, right, Mine's right, 500 right, like right, less right, than 500. Right, right. That's 15%. Right. Jerry but, says you mean I cannot pay taxes ever again? Yeah, yeah. yeah if you go to jail. <laughs> uh, we had a guy on the air one time years ago Torg that preached that he had the book and everything out. The never pay taxes again guy. Yeah. No sooner did we have him on, and a year later he was in prison. Oh, I'm sure. And he was on espousing his theory and how to do it, and we're pushing his book. And eight months later, the guy gets arrested, and a year later he's in prison. Well, no one has to pay taxes. You just don't claim anything. And you could claim anything, you know you know what I mean? Like claim anything, yeah. but if they audit you, you got to show proof. So a lot of dummies out there claim things they can't claim. You see what I'm saying? Like they claim stuff. Like I know a oh, guy yeah, who right, does right, that right. and it's like, dude, I could save you so much money. And I go, how? He goes, well, just claim everything. I go, but you can't do that. He goes, well, only if they check. I go, but why would you risk that? And he goes, well. Yeah, my tax guy won't, wouldn't go for that. No, yeah. this guy's not my tax that's, guy. That's him on the line, you know. Yes. Don't risk that, Jerry. We can't do a weekly bit of you calling in from Belmont Correctional Institution. Yeah. Uh, you have a collect call from, from, from Jerry Elliott. Keep it under three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> do not go over. They'll cut you off at three, Elliot. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, but yeah, last night we'll play some cuts in the hot five of that. Matt Frazier's gonna is Frazier gonna yeah. join us today. We got psychic. a physic on. Yes. That time of year, Halloween's a month away. It is. Uh Wayne Brady's gonna join us. Pansexual I Wayne like Brady. Him. I yeah, like him too. I like him. But you see in the People magazine this week. I hope the the radio stations prior to us don't Get him out of uh, his rhythm with pansexual questions. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody yeah. could piss him off. Someone in New York. Because that was, that was big news, not big news. I mean, nobody cares about Wayne Brady's sexuality, right? No. Maybe care about Christy's sexuality. <laughs> Christy, you pansexual? Uh, no. Pansexual's just uh, all comers, right? Yes. Yeah. We'll take but not it. all comers, not animals. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, human no. beings. Just human beings. Yeah, yeah he's, all covers. He's, that he's guy. just yeah, open. Beautiful's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Male, female, penis, vagina. Like Robert Wagner. Beautiful, uh, baby. I like it all. You're beautiful, baby. <laughs> yeah, not all comers. Uh, right. Yeah. But, but he, yes. <laughs> that would be weird. He's open. Yeah. Of age, too, we should say. Pick a side. Yeah. Well, I guess you could be bisexual. Yeah, I guess. If that's your thing. So just call him. Just say you're bisexual. You're still in the what's two pan? hole. What's, well, what's this pansexual? I I don't know. I don't know. I, it's everything, it's, like it's, you said. Yeah. Wouldn't that be bisexual? Yeah, I think that's all it is, right? Yeah. We've now know. come full circle as to why somebody in New York will ask him. Yeah. Yeah. We're renaming it things. You notice that? We're renaming oh, yeah, things. Right, right, right. To make it sound more. You're bisexual? No, no, no. I'm pansexual. Pan Right. Yeah, you're above the bisexual people. I look right. down bisexual on the bisexual is so 2015. Oh, yeah. Oh, bisexual. <laughs> no, my friend. Pansexual. Pan. Sexual. We have our own flag. Yes. Yes.
cooling, 100% relief, 0% financing. Got a chance of showers and thunderstorms today. 71, you're high, mostly cloudy. Some dense fog after 10 o'clock tonight, low 61, and partly sunny for Friday. High 77, 63 uh, right now. Last night's Republican primary debate was a lot more lively than the first one, featuring lots of arguments and name-calling, while a couple of candidates took shots at former President Trump who was once again not in attendance. The target of the night seemed to be entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, who took heat from most of the other candidates on stage. Highlights of the evening coming up in the Hot Five. Toward King Richard, you're getting something very sweet in Canal Winchester, and it's courtesy of a former OSU Buckeye. Reggie Germany is launching a Crumble Cookies this weekend. Oh, yeah. The official ribbon-cutting ceremony is going to be held today. The mayor is going to be in attendance. I hear good things. And other city leaders. Then the launch is tomorrow and Saturday. And you better bring along some Buckeye gear, okay? Because former and current Buckeye players are going to be a part of the grand opening celebration, signing autographs. Uh, So there you go. It's Crumble Cookie. Crumble Cookie good. It is. Uh, We got one in Grove City. Yes. They're delicious. Okay, describe them. It, what 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 makes a crumble? Well, they're a crumble. giant cookies, the different yep. flavors, but it's it's like cake. They they're covered in icing and stuff. So you'll have like a chocolate chip are they cookie thick with. Or oh, are yeah, they yes, they're very like thick. A, like big, a brownie. Yes. Okay. Yep. And Got then it. like a crumble cake, like a cake snickerdoodle, a chocolate a chip. We need to stop talking about them until they start paying us or giving us product. <laughs> yes. We mention them way too much. They should not get mentions unless yeah. they're giving us food. Because they also are. We got it in a softball get tournament. Reggie to bring some to the uh, the Beat Michigan uh, bash. There you go. We got it in a there softball you, tournament. A it was about 50 bucks in cookies. Wow. For a dozen. Nice. They're delicious. And you can go and you get free samples every day because and you they have had a different them, cookie. Yeah, we got one in Grove City. Oh, that God, opened. Yeah. It used to be a kind of an employment Reggie place. Germany's is in Canada. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hollywood, auto workers, and now maids and wait staff. The Culinary Culinary Workers Union in Las Vegas announced yesterday its membership had voted to authorize a strike against major casinos in Vegas. While no deadline has been set for a walkout, the union has made it very clear that it'll happen if a deal isn't reached. Full strike would effectively shut down activity on the Vegas Strip. The union voted uh, to authorize the strike in 2018 in a new contract negotiated in the weeks after. And not a coincidence that the F1 is three weeks or uh, yeah. a month and a half away. By the way, credit to you. 40,000 workers. Because uh, credit to you, we should do a segment when we were right. You said yesterday Biden was on the ground 15 minutes, right? Yeah, right. I thought, all right, Jerry's exaggerating. Maybe it was a couple hours. Nope. So I went on. It wasn't 15 minutes. It was 12, 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Yeah, right. And right. did you see he, 12 minutes, he's on the ground, folks. He speaks in the bullhorn. Yeah, you he did the bullhorn thing, right. And he doesn't know who to hand the bullhorn to. You see him walk away yeah, with the bullhorn. Yeah, and yeah. a guy went to grab the bullhorn, and he's in such a daze, he passes that guy, and he just starts walking to his right, hand trying to hand the. So he, like, said one thing for 10 seconds. Got the photo op, got, got the, the five-second video of him with the bullhorn. And yeah, then right, started right. walking away with the bullhorn, but didn't yeah. know where to go. Twelve minutes he was on the ground. Twelve yeah. minutes. I thought you were lying Back yesterday. Back on the airplane in uh, out west. I was like, there's Jerry exaggerating. Yeah. No, no, no. Probably two hours. Come 15, on, Jerry. Yeah. And I just read it. I mean, I had no inside info. Twelve minutes. Well. How long was Trump there? I don't know. We'll find out <laughs> well, tomorrow because we'll do equal. 45 minute speech last we'll night. We'll do equal so. bashing if Trump was there for 12 minutes. Yeah. We don't 
Trump did say Biden yesterday had 11 people. We've got 10,000 waiting to get in. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Never been a bigger crowd. Never been a bigger crowd. Huge. More people together in Michigan. Bigly. Bigger than Greatest a game. Bigly. Greatest speech ever. Bigger than <laughs> a football stadium. <laughs> QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Uh, accident free this go round. Looking good. Hey, don't shower in a puddle or ignore that slow drain. Get it partially clogged drains cleared out properly for only $93 with Eco Plumbers. Just ask for $93 or it's free at GetEco.com. Here's your hot five cuts for your Thursday. Now, if you missed last night's Republican debate, we don't need to get into this person said this or took this stance. I'm going to sum it up for you in one simple cut. This is what it was like. Excuse me. Uh, thank you for speaking while I'm interrupting. Literally. While I'm speaking. Well, you said bot painful. If I may finish. You can't be on both sides. Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. One of the challenges we should have. We should have a focus on the issues that matter. We know we do business in China. Everybody knows that. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. It really was. That defines dog's breakfast right there. Wow. We. And that's what happens when you don't have the leader on the stage that you can attack. Yeah, some English guy. And then Dana Parizo and then a Hispanic lady. Yeah, but without Trump there is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The yeah. candidates, they don't have... And you know who did not do that? And, I, and I'm not picking, hey, this is my favorite or whatever. DeSantis did not. No, they Shout said that DeSantis said. was, right, the, right. was the front runner. Yeah. He did not get involved. He got some in that. good advice. Did you hear Vivek? Uh, Vivek? What are we calling him these days? Vivek, right? Vivek. Vivek. We've been. I've been. T- I've been tweeting him. We're trying to get him on the show, like private message. I. I, I think we're close. Well, he did uh, take on this whole uh, anchor baby and says uh, no more. But I do go a step further. You're right about that, Ilya. I favor ending birthright citizenship for the kids of illegal immigrants in this country. Now, the left will howl about the Constitution and the 14th Amendment. The difference between me and them is I've actually read the 14th Amendment. What it says is that all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the laws and jurisdiction thereof are citizens. So nobody believes that the kid of a Mexican diplomat in this country enjoys birthright citizenship. Not a judge or legal scholar in this country will disagree with me on that. Well, if the kid of a Mexican diplomat doesn't enjoy birthright citizenship, then neither does the kid of an illegal migrant who broke the law to come here. There you go. Strong language from Vivek. 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 Cut number three here, Jerry. Let's talk about Hootie and the Blowfish. Darius Rucker on country music dominating the Billboard Top 100. Country music is taking over. For me, I think it's great to see. It's, uh, you know, to, to have the top three spots in, in the Hot 100 and all the touring everybody's doing and doing well out there. It's great to see country is not Rock's little sister anymore. You know, country's standing up for itself and on its own, and I love being a part of it. And why are seven of the top ten country hits right now all sampling rock? <laughs> okay. That's a trend. Remember I had you the uh, the Rebel Rebel cut that uh, yeah. Chris yeah. Young is uh, sampled? Now yeah. there's like four other hits all sampling different rock songs. Really? Yeah. I just can't do country, man. I just cannot. It's the one I just can't. And then the bro country. Holy cow, is that just bad? Yeah, it is bad. Oh, Agreed. boy. I, I can do Blake Shelton. I can do country like that. 
I cannot do the bro country, man. Like and the in, Florida Georgia line. Oh, stuff. I just can't. Probably yeah. the worst. Tyler yeah. Hubbard. Probably his his partner's gone. Florida Georgia Line is, uh, is oh, no yeah. more. Yeah, he's Tyler Hubbard is solo, and oh. he is awful. Sam Hunt, awful, can't handle it. Awful. It, it Sam Hunt might be the worst. Yeah, is that the guy who Walker kinda, Hayes pretty bad? Yeah, just can't do it. Right. All right. Clip number four. We're gonna go to sports here, Torg. Last night, this is a this is kind of a crazy story. All right, the Atlanta Braves at home hosting the Cubs. Ronald Acuna Jr. Braves star. He made history last night. First time ever he had his 70th steal. He has 40 home runs, 70 steals. 40-40 used to be yeah. a big deal. 40-70 had never been done, right? But it occurred in the bottom of the 10th inning. Cubs, what, four days left to the season? Yeah. Wraps up Sunday, right? Yeah. They're a game out. Yeah. They got momentum. It's the bottom of the 10th. They're a pitcher, and they stopped the game, the Braves. Can, like we get, can we get the can we get the can we get the base after the game? To, I mean, this is this is pretty absurd. I mean, it, it's just a hell of an accomplishment. Totally, but you but can't stop the game and run a highlight montage. So he steals second, sets the record, and then they stop and the he's, game. He's standing on second, and they show a three-minute. Highlight That's montage. Ridiculous. That's horrible. Major League Baseball needs to come up with they, a rule about they that. They stopped. They said, uh, I read up on that this morning, Torg. That's up to the home team. If yeah. it's your ballpark. Need to change that. Yeah. Ridiculous. And they pull the base out, and that took a couple minutes. Now there's a five-minute break, and, of course, the Braves go on to win. Yeah. They've won two in a row Man. against the Cubs. Cut number five. Here's a great Brad Pitt. Oldie but a goodie. Found this Brad Pitt telling a story on how he would do anything to make it in Hollywood. I was extra in a Charlie Sheen film. It was night shoots. I was, by the way, thrilled to be on sets. And they grabbed me to be like the waiter. It was a big dinner scene at a, at a restaurant. And they had me pour the champagne in the glasses. And I thought, I'm going to try to get a line in. And so I poured one, you know, I poured like, maybe, maybe it was Charlie's, I don't know, and then another actor's. And then I got to this actress at the end and I poured her drink. And then I looked at her and I said, would you like anything else? She looked at me and went, <laughs> and the first AD goes, cut, 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 cut. And he came over to me and said, you do that again, you're off to set. And I was like, oh, man, oh, man. Tried to get an extra line in there, yeah? Can't blame oh, the guy great. for trying, right? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, have you ever seen that video? It's pretty good. No. Yeah, he's What young. movie is it? He is young. He's really young. He's got feathered yeah, hair. I mean, it was uh, pre-Thelma and Louise, so that'll tell yeah. you. So he's like 18 years old or something. So it's, is it 17, like Wall 18. Street or something like that? Is no, it, like- it, was, it was a really bad flick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I thought maybe it's Wall Street at the party. Because I've seen the clip, and it's a party scene. Is Charlie it. Sheen in Wall Street? Yes. Oh, I don't recall that. He's uh, the guy who blew steel airlines, Martin Sheen's his dad, and that's the insider trading he gets in trouble oh, for. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yeah. correct, correct. Yeah. No, it was pre that, yeah. Oh, really? Pre-Wall Street? Right. Because Wall Street was like 83, wasn't it, or 85? Thelma Louise was after Wall Street. Wall Street uh, no. no, Thelma no. Louise was first and then Wall Street. Wall Street was sure? 87. When was Thelma Louise? 85. 91. Yeah, see? Oh, I thought that one Louise came first. You don't question Torg when it comes to movies. All right. I know movies and sports, Christy. I know. That's it. That's that's all you know, and I'll give you that. Yeah, and Brad Pitt I know. So Mm -hmm. I wonder if it was Wall Street. 
Well, he says in the clip. No, he says it was a Charlie Sheen movie. He oh, goes, I, I was he doing said a, it. Was he, he said, said the I was title doing a. He said an, a night shot of a Charlie oh, Sheen night movie. Night shot. I yes. thought that was the title of the movie. No. Yeah, I think it was. Night shot? No, um, Wall Street. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Sorry, yeah. I keep going back to Brad Pitt being an extra in a Charlie Sheen movie. Yeah. <laughs> with where Brad it Pitt is. It should be reversed, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought watching the clip that it was Wall Street. Yeah, I think it is Wall Street. There's a couple pictures and then the timing. Boy, Charlie Sheen, when you think about it, when you think of he his career, he had Platoon, Wall Street. Yeah, he had it all. He was a big, big star. Remember he did The Rookie with Clint Eastwood? Yeah. I mean, you're co-starring with Clint Eastwood. You're doing Platoon. You're doing Wall Street. Drugs. And then drugs. Drugs. I, I'm, I'm actually Here wrong, Torg. It was no, no Man's Land. No Man's Land. Same year as Wall Street, 87. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. It's a I've busy never heard, year. I've never heard of. Didn't he have Terminal Velocity, too? What? Sheen, that was a big one. And then what was his name? That naked- was quite a fall from grace. Yeah. That really, not, not Bill Cosby. No. Big, but it was, yeah, quite a. 94. And didn't he have these movies, those movies that were popular that were like naked gun-like? He did. He had like one or two of the Naked Gun type movies that were really popular. Not as Naked Gun popular, but like did well in the box office. Oh, I don't recall those. Like Missing Shot or Blank Zero or... Oh, God. Night, you know what I'm talking about? Night Shot. Night Shot. That's why I thought that was the title. Do you know what I'm film. talking about, Chris? Yes, I do. Oh, God. What, what was, was it? Detective? Like loaded weapon, loaded, loaded weapon, weapon. That's it. It was a takeoff was on a the airplanes, a parody of, of yes. Well, I said naked gun thought, type movie. Yeah, right, right. Yes, and he did loaded weapon too, because it was so popular. I know we, I know movies. I know my Young movies. Guns. Yeah, that was a parody of the Mel Gibson. Yes, movie, but it was yes. the parody like a naked right, gun right, slapstick kind of. Kind of thing, yes. Tomb, you've, I forgot about Young Guns. The Chase. He looks like he's oh, Bruce Willis. Oh yes, like the Chase. The- Christy Swanson is on his lap. They all thought They're, they were yeah. so bad and uh, you know badass in in Young Guns, and yeah. it was just horrible. It was. <laughs> Kiefer saw they, they all were so full it was of the, themselves. The, the Brat Pack. Yeah. Yep. The Outsiders. Sheen was in the Outsiders, uh, wasn't he? Yeah. Remember he played the. Oh God, wasn't he in Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, 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 he was, was the- arrested. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> necking with the sister. Yes, making out oh, with the naked. sister. Uh, and you know what? I've interviewed him a few times and then hung out with him at Pete Rose's place. Great guy to drink beer. Yeah, good right, hang, good right, hang. Right. Great baseball fan. If you talk baseball with him, if you ever meet Charlie Sheen, folks, and you talk baseball with him, you will have a half hour conversation or more. Yeah, he knows loves his ba- stuff. Yes, no, and knows his loves stuff. Right, baseball. Right. Loves it and loves drugs too. Well, <laughs> yes. If you have a drug conversation or baseball, he loves hookers and blow. Yes, <laughs> hookers, blow, and ball. Yeah. I would imagine he's sober. That's his podcast. I would imagine he's sober now, or he'd be dead. At sober the rate, from what? He, uh, from the coke. I, okay, I, maybe he would be dead. I bet she's smoking weed, and drinking though. Maybe probably. Yeah, yeah. just not doing. Was the he doing heroin stuff. too? I th- probably. I don't know. Because you know what the word is, and he's never that deb- cocaine ruined more damn careers mm-hmm. than you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it has. Really did. Mm. Well, well, let's end the segment with a high Charlie, note. Charlie. <laughs> yeah, that is your hot five.
Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic for your Thursday morning. Got an injury accident, Sanka's Boulevard and Polaris Parkway. Traffic is building, but no other slowdowns. And that's traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. Well, increased police presence was in downtown Philly last night. It was intended to prevent a repeat of all the havoc that happened the night before. So a total of 52 arrests have been made so far with all that looting with all but three of them being adults. So one of those arrested was 21-year-old Deja Blackwell. Now, Deja Meatball, an influencer who goes by the name of Meatball, live-streamed the looting to her more than 185,000 followers on Instagram and could be heard encouraging and cheering the riot in her video. Uh, The plans for the looting easily available on social media because there were posts right before Tuesday night that said, hey, we looting or not. Isn't it amazing that the first night of the looting, the police didn't have any type of presence. They let, let, let it go. Then in the day, and I'm not ripping the cops, I'm ripping leadership. Then the next day, they have a police presence because cops get their marching orders. I bet you the cops in Philadelphia wanted to go in and clean it up, and they were not allowed to. And so you let it oh, go All looters will be looters. And then figured, oh, everybody's mad about it. Like, if, if you're really, if the leadership there is really doing their job, the mayor, whoever would say, get in now and stop this. But they let it go all night. They let it go an entire night, and then they say, well, tomorrow it's not going to happen. You'd have thought the uh, the guy dressed like a referee at Foot Locker would have stopped Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Blown his whistle. Throwing a flag. Exactly. Jeez. Because the big uh, looting was, what, the Lululemon, Apple, yep. Foot locker. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I saw one and in that mall. She was. She was right out front. She was. Yep. Telling people to go in. And there's a and lot Apple, of videos. The odd thing is, they, here they get looted like that, and then they were just destroying whatever yeah. they took out. They weren't because yeah. of the security measures that Apple they has. The, the devices they can't use. So there and was just nobody. Uh, they said uh, donated to BLM more than Apple. Yeah. I mean, millions of dollars to the cause, and what do they get? That's their thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the song, but we will talk to Matt Frazier. What's the song, Rich? ACDC. Well, I was going to guess either ACDC, Billy Squire, or Aerosmith. But (laughs) AC, we'll talk to psychic Matt Frazier, Matt Frazier, after ACDC. Now, we've had to have Matt Frazier on maybe close to a dozen times now, the psychic, and he's got a live event coming October 30th. A psychic seance with his mom, Angela, and you know him from the show Meet the Frasers. Matt, what's going on, man? Hello, Matt. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, hey and I want to begin with this here. Given that your mother is a famous psychic, so is there a genetic uh, line of this ability that you have, or is this something that can be taught from, let's say, a parent? Well, you can definitely learn to tap into your own psychic ability. But what I can tell you is that we all have different gifts. For example, my grandmother was a psychic. My mom is a psychic. I grew up with the ability of sensing and feeling the departed. But the thing is, is that with every psychic medium, it's different. So my grandmother used to get omens and premonitions. My mom is a life reader, meaning that she can see into the future and tap into your energy to see, you know, where you're going to be in five years, who you're going to marry, that type of thing. And I was born with the ability to see and hear the dead. So I, from talking to Spirit, I've learned that we all have a psychic ability within us. We just have to learn how we connect, what information comes to us, and how we can receive messages ourselves. 
When you see the deck, can I, when I die and if you would see me, can I pick my own outfit or is it just like you're a, a figure? Are you stuck in what you died yeah, in? Yeah, because I'd like to wear a jersey and sweatpants. Yeah, take off the hospital gown. Let me tell you something. I've seen souls come through in many things, right? No, thank God, no soul has ever come through naked. You get to pick what you wear. I've never done a reading, I've never done a reading and seen dingling on the other side, okay? When souls come through on the other side, they can come through whatever it is that they felt most comfortable in, right? For example, there was this woman that I was connecting with and her son passed away, and he was a tattoo artist here in this world. And when I was connecting with him, he was all covered in tattoos. And I'm like, your son's here. And I was describing him and his tattoos. And she automatically started crying because she was like, I didn't expect him to look like that in heaven. And she was so comforted by that. And you got to remember that your loved ones look their best self. Okay. So true to themselves. Let's uh, mention to everybody, October 30th, and you do this online, meetmattfraser.com, and that's Fraser with an S, by the way, if you're spelling it. You can use Google, and that's where it's at. So when I think seance, Matt, I think like trying to contact Harry Houdini in the 1940s around a table, but how does a a seance work in 2023? Well, the thing is, is that there's all different types of seances, right? Many times you see seances, you'll see people trying to conjure up evil spirits. So you have people who have no ability whatsoever that sit around a table and they're hoping to make contact, you know, with evil spirits or, you know, um, souls that are haunting a nearby area. But this is a different type of seance. It's a positive uh, uplifting event where me and my mom are coming together to teach you the right ways to make contact with the other side. We're going to be teaching you psychic protection. We're going to be teaching you how to tap into your own psychic ability. And we're also going to be doing live readings together with one another. And it's important to know this because, you know, we wanted to do this event for one reason. It's during this time that people come to the the unsafe practices of mediumship, and that is a Ouija board, right? Many people use Ouija boards. Many people do these unsafe, you know, seances. And, you know, when you do that, you're opening yourself up to negative souls. So, you know, and people do that, you know, unknowingly. They they open themselves up to these negative souls thinking that they're going to contact their family members. So me and my mom decided to host one that, the right way. And during this event, it's a live online event where your cameras turn on live on Zoom. We're there with you guys. And during this event, me and my mom are going to be helping you to tap into the spirit world. And the seance is really everybody all coming together for one reason, to make contact with the higher vibration. Yeah. And that's what we're going to be doing. I've often thought, I've often wondered why somebody would want to contact something evil and or negative. Maybe you're not even a, maybe I only believe in this 60%, 60, 40, let's say. Why would I even risk having that enter my life in any way, shape, or form? I don't understand that. Yeah, keep it positive, eh? Well, you know what it is? I think that some people don't believe, right? And I think that you know, for example, there's some people who are really hardened skeptics and they're like, I'm only going to believe if I see a ghost or if something bad happens to me, right? So they go and they do these things like, you know, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Let's go. Let me go try a Ouija board. Let me try this. Let me try that. And then, you know, next thing you know, they're in for the shock of their lives. Yeah. And I've had readings like that happen. Uh, MeetMattFraser.com is the website. October 30th, him and his mom. And uh, the Halloween live event. So, Matt, when you first found out this was going on, and I'm sure you thought, well, what's going on with me? You know, and you figure out you have this power, this gift, 
Did it take you like 30 days of just talking and, fi- you know, because you had questions like, what happens when you die? Da 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 da. Where do you go? Did it take you a good 30 days of just like question asking? The- Was it overwhelming? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's taken me my whole life because I still don't know all the answers. You know, I'm learning every single day. Every single day, I'm learning something new about heaven and the afterlife and the other side. And, that's the reason why I can't, I can't keep up with writing my books because, you know, for example, since my book We Never Die came out, you know, that's been, what, two years now the book has been out or a year now the book's been coming out. I've learned so much more just in that short time p- period about how to communicate better with the souls, what the souls do on the other side, what happens in the afterlife. Because, you know, learning, learning how to communicate with the afterlife is learning a new language. It's almost like, you know, being on Rosetta Stone, you know, and picking up that, that second language. That same thing happens with mediumship. So, you know, that's why I want to I share everything that I've learned, you know, to save people the time of having to go and, and wait. I'm still, hey. I'm still working on English. And, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Psychic Matt Frazier, let me ask you this. How soon after somebody passes before they're available to, let's say, you? I mean, do you pass and then there's you got to wait in the line with everybody else that pass? you got to be processed and then you're free to go uh, contact somebody still in the alive? Or how does that work? Are they immediately available upon death? Well, when souls first pass to the other side, there's a lot of paperwork they got to do before they actually get into heaven. Okay, but that's actually, what I thought. What- what really happens is, is that you go through a life review. It's a look back on your life. You see why you were put here on this earth. You see the moment that you were born, the moment that you died, everything in between. You see the people that you've helped, the people that you've hurt. Everything is this whole big look back on your life. Now, some souls go through that process really quickly, right? And also, you can remember that when you go to the other side, it's not like, okay, I'm here in heaven. The same way that you're born here in this world and you have to learn you know, how to get used to your body as an infant, right? You learn how to walk, how to talk, how to speak, how to chew, how to swallow. That same thing happens when we die. We have to get used to our spirit body. We're in a totally new form. We have to learn how to con- communicate with the living from the, spirit, from the spirit world. We have to learn how to go and, you know, um, how, how to go and travel to visit our loved ones, all of these different things. So, listen, some souls that were good communicators here in this world can come through shortly after passing. Some souls, it takes up to a year's time. And I want to tell you this because this is something that sadly most mediums don't talk about. And I can tell you that there have been many times, actually, it's, it's almost every day, where I get comments from people on social media saying, Matt, my dad's been gone four months. Oh, my God, I haven't felt him. I haven't gotten signs from him. Please, did he not make it to heaven? Well, I can tell you, if he made it to heaven, the only thing is, is that it's just a little bit too early. So a good rule of thumb is that it always, it always think that it can take up to a year's time for a loved one to come through. If they come through before that, great, but always bet on that one year just so that you're in the safe zone. Hey, Matt, you've done uh, cold cases for the police. Have you ever, though, done something where, like, I, I see all these specials and these ghost hunters go to the Conjuring house. I'm sure you're familiar with the movie and the house and the story. Have you ever gone to a place that, where they, it's the unexplained and try like an old Confederate hotel or a prison or something and tried to like figure out why that place has is haunted? No, because you know, the thing is, is I don't even have to go. I know why they're haunted. You know, there's a higher vibration and there's a lower vibration and the lower vibration are the souls that did terrible things like murder that don't transition on to the other side. Not all souls transition on. 
So when souls don't transition on to heaven, right, they don't go to hell. There's no such place as a man with a pitchfork. But what I can tell you is, is that there is a lower vibration. And this is where you hear the term earthbound spirits, souls that don't transition over. These are souls that are stuck here in this world because they did horrible, evil things. So those souls go to places where no one else is. They go to, uh, they haunt prisons, abandoned hospitals, abandoned places, things like that, because, you know, they were so evil, nasty, and negative that they don't transition on. And I won't go to places like that because I only want to talk to the souls that are going to help us, not the souls that are evil. But there are people who do, you know, investigate those yeah. things. Yeah, we have a lot of them on this show, and there's no shortage of uh, those spirits out there, evidently. Well, the thing is, too, is that the people that do that type of work, they're professionals, right? And I urge people that, you know, are at home not to go to those places because, you know, as you probably know from talking to paranormal investigators, there's a lot that happens behind the scenes. A lot of these paranormal investigators, you know, they know psychic protection. They use psychic protection. They smudge themselves. They have, you know, different ways to keep themselves protected so they don't bring home something evil or negative, right? It is a lot more than what we just see on television. And that's the reason why I tell people, don't play with Ouija boards. Don't go to places that, you, that are known to be haunted, you know, because the thing is, is that you risk interacting with something that you know is negative yeah i've had some bad experiences with ouija boards like, yeah 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 it's Trippy not it's stuff. not good it's not well, good we'll be streaming come uh, october the 30th for your psychic seance man thanks so much good stuff man thank you for having me yes come here now now matt frazier what do you think you buying or selling on him i don't know there was a i was reading there was a sting operation on him but they couldn't prove anything they're really trying to prove he's fake they say he used generalizations no i don't have a problem putting him on and pushing his stuff people yeah. can listen for themselves and, and decide but a little suspect that his mother psychic Grows up in a household, seeing that, yeah, I want to do, and all of a sudden now he had, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But then he did say his grandmother or grandfather, whatever it was, had the gift as well. So I think it's a good time to remind people and go to the toy, and I don't even know if we have this on the podcast page, but I think I have this story correct because I was talking to our old producer, and you guys can jump in and correct me if I'm wrong. But we used to, John Edward was coming to town, and we had him on a few times, and he would take calls from people. And we had a certain lady on whose son died, I think, in Iraq. And she was trying to get answers and get in contact to see if her son heavy was call. okay. Heavy call. It was yes. heavy when she called in. And he kept saying, May the 5th, May the 5th. Check your refrigerator. There's an and he I wouldn't think she was at work. She, she was pretty insistent there that that means nothing to yeah, me. Yeah, basically saying yeah. I don't know what you're talking right, about. Da 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 da. And they got into it, and he goes, "Listen, I'm telling you, May the fifth, okay." And then this the call ended. He said, "Check on top of your refrigerator when you get home." So she got home. It's true. We're not making anything up here. I have no reason to BS anyone. She gets home and finds an envelope with a picture in it. And it's of her son and his friend who died in the war and the friend's birthday. He either died or it was his birthday on May the 5th. In an envelope she didn't even know was on top yes. of her refrigerator. And he told her that's where it was. And that's yes. what she needed to look. Yeah. And, and then she, she kept, called back and she called back off the air and she was crying. She was crying. And told us that. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. How do you make that up? Yeah. 
Because you Agreed. How can you yeah. generalize something like that? Because you've seen the Penn and Teller BS show on Psychics. Where they right. call that out. Yeah, you've seen that episode? I uh, haven't. I've seen Penn uh, debunk a lot of that. Okay. But it's, a, it's an old magician's trick. Yeah, so a the, lot of that stuff. The beginning of the episode, they have a psychic reading, right? And you think for the first 15 minutes as an actual psychic, it's their producer. Right. So then they target John Edwards specifically and they say, oh, when you go to a John Edwards show, you have to fill out 20 pages of information and he studies it. I've been to his show. You do not fill out 20 pages of info. You put your name down and you get to like check if you want him to send you a newsletter. There was no 20 pages of info. They give you a wristband and tell you where to sit. But Penn and Teller were making it look like he studies info before his shows, and that's not true. Well, a lot of them just get off social media anymore, but that's what happens when you make an appointment. They've got a week yes. to look you up. Yes. Or your family's history. Like that show, Christy, we watched uh, Life After Death on Netflix where the psychic did a psychic reading with the family, and they talked about the fish shop and the Camaro. And the Camaro and all of that, And yeah. then the kid pointed out, and everybody was amazed in the family. And then when it was over, the kid admitted, hey, have you looked on Grandpa's Facebook? It's still on. He's got a picture of the taco shop and the Camaro. Yeah, right. And they went on his Facebook page, and all the psychic did is looked at all the pictures yeah. But wasn't on the there Facebook the one, page. there was another one in that series where the guy talked about, uh, you know, give me a sign yeah, about the haircut. Yeah, that was the same kid. Okay. That was the same kid, but he invited his family to a different psychic. Yeah, the, the kid in the beginning, Jerry. I remember the haircut story. Yeah, the yes. haircut story right, about, right, yeah. Right, right. By the way, your hair looks good. Dad, yeah. give me a signal. Give me a signal that you're here. Talk about my haircut. And then the guy does the reading and we're walking out the door. The psychic goes, by the way, your dad likes your haircut. But that was his mission is to find, connect with a psychic. And then later on in the show, he brings his family with to a reading, different guy. And then everybody in the family goes, that was Grandpa talking to us. And then he goes, no, look at Grandpa's Facebook page, you dummy. The car's on there and everything. Matt Frazier does the Teresa Caputo. There's those, you know, you talk of spirit. Yeah. When spirit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think James Van Prague is legit. I think Tyler think, Henry's legit. Who do, you, who do you think of all of those is the most legit that truly has a gift? I think, I think a lot of Prague, people have it. Tyler Henry and John Edward. I think Tyler Henry has it to the point where it would make him physically ill. You've heard that story, right? Where he had to stop doing it because he tried doing live shows and there was so much going on that it made, it made him physically ill that he couldn't handle all the crap that was going on. Right, right. So I, I believe him. And my kids went and Remember saw. Remember the Alan Thick thing where he told Alan Thick you need to get checked out, and then Alan Thick di- didn't get checked, or maybe he did, but he died like two months afterwards. Did you ever yeah, see that episode? Who, yeah, who it was, was Alan Thick? Was that uh, Von Prager? Was that that was Edward. Tyler Henry? Tyler Henry. Yeah, that's told right. Alan Thick yeah. you need to get right, checked right, out, right, right, and right. Alan Thick like didn't or something like that, and then he died. Yeah. My uh, kids all went independently to the same person here locally, and she didn't know that they were related. They went weeks apart, mm-hmm. and the same message from my father came through for each one of them. That was impressive. Really? Oh. What was the message? Yeah. The cigarettes don't smoke. Really? Yeah, that's what killed him, and uh, she said it's just loud and clear and even did his initials. 
Really? So I don't know if she had uh, access to social or knew who they, but I mean, I don't know how she could have. Exactly. Because then I went on the heels of all that and I didn't get anything out of her. Zero zip. Maybe she was all spent. She gave it to yeah, <laughs> the maybe other she family members. She didn't know anyone was related. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, my aunt Sue went to one and she was a little older. She was like yeah. in her 40s. And she went with her sisters, and they tape recorded. They put on a cassette, and I listened to the cassette. And she had older kids. I had two older female cousins. And they t- the psychic told her she was going to get pregnant. They all laughed. And we all, during Christmas, played the tape recording and laughed. Like, I'm too old to get pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And like a month sure later, enough, she got pregnant. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's great. Yeah, they all mocked this lady and goes, what a hack. Yeah. Now, and, have you ever done the tarot card or any of that? I did, the tar- I did the tarot card. I did card. Universal Studios, and the lady was excellent. Yeah, the one I had do me was, it was pretty... Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty telling when she said, "What you think is true is absolutely true." He is, this was, and that's all she said. Yeah, this was out of the way oh, and like Rich? a dark uh-huh. tent okay. and everything, and it was. Uh, and I said, "Is this?" I kind of quizzed her a little bit, and she just was. Well, I'll tell you. And it was cool. It was really. Yeah, my cool. tarot card reading was really. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I've never had that done. Yeah, never had a psychic. Never, never right. had it done. Uh, I have watched Wayne Brady. Well, Have you watched he, Wayne Brady? I watch. I see. I see Wayne Brady coming on the show. In he'd the future. read your palms. Yes, he would. <laughs> well, he'd read something. You should start with that. We'll, we'll talk to him next. Get an authentic German experience for half the price this Friday when you head to Seabus Savings and grab a $50 Hofbrau House Columbus Brewery and Restaurant gift card for just $25. Stop in the first Tuesday of each month and join in the keg tapping celebration for the featured beer of the month. Or just stop in for an evening with friends and family. At Hofbrau House Columbus, you'll get one-of-a-kind beer, food, and entertainment. And when you head to Seabus Savings, you'll get it for half the price. SeabusSavings.com. Can you believe we've had 15 seasons of Let's Make a Deal? Let's I talk cannot to believe that. I think this guy's the ultimate entertainer. He can do it all. Wayne Brady, it's 10 a.m., 10 TV, Let's Make a Deal. Wayne, how are you? Hello, Wayne. Good morning. Good morning. Were you uh, affected by the strike? And if so, to what extent? No, Let's Make a Deal is a game show. So game game shows and uh, and news shows were, were not affected because they operate under a different contract. All right, and let me let me ask you this because when I think game shows back as as a kid growing up, hell, there were a dozen at any given time, or even more than that. Today it seems to be let's make a deal, Jeopardy, Wheel, and like Steve Harvey's Family Feud. What's the schedule for you? Do you do? Is it similar to the other shows where you do like a dozen shows in two days and then you're done for a few weeks? What's your schedule like? We tape uh, three shows a day, about four days a week, um, and we do that for about four and a half months. And wow. Then, and then we have our season about four and a half to five months. Wow. I got to hand it to you, Wayne, because during COVID, people were dying for entertainment. I mean, the Tiger King was like one of the t- top shows. <laughs> and and you guys, I remember watching your show, and you guys make it happen. You know, you spread everybody out. They were in their own booths. You only had like 10 people. You're doing it virtually. I mean, during that period, was there a lot of brainstorming of, hey, people need entertainment. We got a show to do. How do we do it and make it work so it's entertaining? Absolutely. That's uh, that's exactly what happened, and and I think not not only from the viewpoint of 
we've got a show to do, I think, at least for me, and I think for the production company, we all, a light bulb went on. We went, wow, not only do people need entertainment, but they need to feel good. And that's why people like this show. That's what we can make people feel good. It's not just about, oh, here's some money, here's a trip, here, here's a car. It's because of the entertainment piece, I think, that we have that other game shows don't that especially during something like a pandemic and then um you know the economy being as screwed up as it is and news being as bad as it is we really hit us we said oh that's what this show is that's what we need to lean into and it's cool to be a part of that movement of of just making people feel good in the morning because because lord knows the other 23 hours maybe are not the greatest let's let's try to bring a little light for 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 one hour and now you could do if you got a mask or hand sanitizer show it to me and i'll give you a hundred bucks (laughs) it's true true Hey, Wayne, I have to ask you, we were talking about this the other day on the show. They're going to reboot The Office, and we I, I was wondering like how they could do it because things change. The world changes, and it was a little inappropriate. I'm a huge fan. You did a fantastic job on How I Met Your Mother. You were uh, Neil Patrick Harris's, Barney Stinson's brother in the show. And if you've watched the show, a lot of the premise and the character grew throughout the years, but... Barney Stinson was a guy who wanted to get laid at all costs. He would do these, he had a playbook and he had these schemes. Could you do a character like that in 2023 or we pass that? That's an interesting question. I mean, the thing is, I, I, I throw the question back. It's like, why would you want to do a character like that in 2023? I mean, because we've seen it, right? Yeah. We've seen, we've seen all of the beats and all the moves that a character like that makes, that we know all of the things. And, and some of us know guys, guys and girls like, like that in real life. So it's nothing new. So I think that that's where entertainment gets stale when we reboot everything and we go, ooh, that thing worked, that's awesome, let's do that and that again. I say, what's the version of Barney Stinson or of a guy like that that would work now? What's his thing? Because you don't have to be likable to be a great character. You just have to be interesting. So that's the challenge that I have. Because, you know, it's, we've already seen somebody try, try his hardest to get into everybody's pants. Uh, Wayne uh, Brady is with us this morning. There's a new season of a Let's Make a Deal just kicked off uh, this past Monday, weekdays on CBS. And, you know, Wayne, we were talking in anticipation of your phone call here. We were wondering how you got started, and we purposefully did not Google or Wikipedia it. I say you started as a stand-up. Torg thinks more was more improv. Yeah, was I that? thought sketch because of whose line it is any, well, anyway because you're so good at the improv. How did you work yourself into this uh, gig, and how did you begin? I'm an actor. I started acting. Actor. actor. Yeah, but most like it's not an exclusive thing so you can be a stand up sure. an actor and and but I started off as an actor like a legitimate actor with my equity card when I was 16 doing theater doing musical theater doing tv shows sit, sitcoms drama um I, I was with an improv company and and we wrote and we did sketch so that part of it is true but that wasn't my my end destination the end destination was always broadway and so being being able to do tv and movies and everything else was definitely icing on the cake and then I got whose line at some point 
um, and uh, then that that ended right. up going up, and and then everything else I've been been able to do. So uh, so you were kind of right, but kind of wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of the name of the show, Wayne. Kind of right, kind of right, kind of wrong. I can be kind of right <laughs> and kind of wrong within a segment. Hey, you know, and you have a factor being a host of Let's Make a Deal. You have a likability factor. They can't put a guy who isn't liked on TV. A guy who is loved in uh, 10 TV, let's make a deal, 10 a.m., and then the show after is Price is Right with Drew Carey. Uh, Bob Barker just passed away oh, about a month right. ago. Price you ever, is Right, did yeah. you Did you ever meet Bob and have interaction with Bob? Oh, yeah. Um, I was able to meet, meet uh, Mr. Barker years ago when I was doing my talk show. He was a guest, and being able to have have him as a guest on my show, you know, was akin to being able to meet guys like, there's a generation of guys that's past now, you know, like Alex Trebek and Bob Barker, uh, guys who, even though they were gay, um, and, 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 and like Regis, right? Like those, those elder statesman personalities. Um, so I'm really lucky that, that I got a chance to meet Mr. Barker. Yeah, that's got to be – did you – because you took I, – I think there might have been – and you could correct me if I'm wrong here because, like we said, we didn't Google you or any look it up. But I think with Let's Make a Deal, it was Monty Hall and then maybe a couple of other people, maybe Billy Bush and then you. So there wasn't that pressure to replace Monty Hall, right? Well, even if I would have been the second guy, there's no pressure to replace Mon, Monty Hall because – you can't win being any anybody else. You can't do what I do. Yeah. And conversely, you know, I'm not you, so I don't do what you do exactly. So there's no pressure. There's only pressure if you try to imitate somebody. So when Monty asked me to do do the show, and I turned it down a couple times because I was like, no, I'm I'm not going to do a game game show. I'm doing these sit the sitcoms, and I was getting ready to start doing another another show, and and we had a great talk, and it hit me the fact that Monty Hall, that I was in Monty Hall's house, mm-hmm. sitting with him, and he's asking me to to do this show, and he he says to me, he's like, look, Wayne, I don't want you to do me. I want you to do you. It's I love what you do. Do that. And and then when the guy himself tells you to do that, you're like, oh, well, thank you. And I think I will. There so, you go. And then he said, if you have a cough drop, Wayne, I'll give you $200. <laughs> I think that's where, where we drew, drew the line. Wayne, congrats on all the success. And uh, thank you. We'll be watching. Let's make a deal. Oh, thanks, man. You guys are a bunch of fun, man. Thanks for having me today. From your QFN Mighty 6 Kemba Financial Credit Union Traffic Center, injury accidents still crews on the scene. Harrisburg Pike near Alkire Road. Uh, that uh, is due to an injury accident. And uh, also, Morris Road is going to be closed from Clark State Road to Putnam Road. They're doing some berm work this morning. It is scheduled to reopen later. Worthington Road is going to be your detour. And that's traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. So after a University of Nebraska volleyball game set the world record for fan attendance at a women's sporting event, 92,000 fans showed up for this. It's no surprise that a professional women's volleyball league is now in the works. League One Volleyball will launch its first regular season January of 25. Mm, and it was women's volleyball. They were able to raise 35 million from investors, including Lindsey Vaughn, Kevin Durant, Candace Parker, Jason uh, Tatum, and comedian Amy Schumer. So yes, women's professional volleyball 
going to hit the courts in 2025. I used to go watch on Sundays Hermosa Beach, California, and that beach volleyball. Awesome. I mean, that that draw five, 10,000 people. Wow. Yeah, it was it was big stuff. Guys, you know, there was the males and the females. But, but I think the females I probably. I <laughs> Yeah, well. Yeah, the, the beach female. <laughs> well, the guys, it looks like something sand. out of... Uh, mm. Well, you are a pan fan. Pan. Mm. Pan. <laughs> Men's vo- beach volleyball, very Top Gun. <laughs> that scene in Top Gun where they're all oiled up on the on the beach. I don't know. I've never seen it. You've never seen Top Gun? No, I've never seen male volleyball. Oh. Beach volleyball. Girls beach volleyball. Is that what they do, the males? I thought they had shirt. They just take off their shirt and tan. Because well, and- you're on the beach. You know, Richard Jefferson played for the Cavs. Does that all the time. Yeah, but he doesn't play professionally. No, where he's where he's talking about, like they all live around there. Well, they it's go all competitive. Yeah. There's all kinds of neighborhood leagues yeah. and professional leagues, and yeah. But yes, keep put it, your shirt on. Those man. are those are some uh, <laughs> those are some uh, tall girls. Yes, they got they got there. legs oh, that go to their neck. You can climb. Bring yeah. a step ladder mm. and a lunch. Ah, <laughs> oh, I don't need an appendix to climb that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just slink on up. Hey, Rick Rick Astley. Rick Astley. And the only reason I'm bringing up Rick, Rick Astley is he settled a lawsuit with a rapper who he says borrowed heavily from his signature song, Never Gonna Give You Up. So the suit claimed that Torg rapper Young Gravy hired, oh, he did. hired an impersonator yeah. to sing just like Astley. He was so good that listeners thought it was, it was actually Astley yeah. singing. So Astley asserted that his voice was literally stolen. The two parties entered into mediation last Friday, resolved the case out of court. Details of the settlement, however, have that not been closed. That is his disclosed. biggest hit. Never young, good. That's Young, young Gravy's, Gravy's biggest, biggest hit. hit. Yep, absolutely. And you're right. I thought it was Rick. I thought it was Rick Assey, but it sure. wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't, huh? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. How do you think you're going to get away with that? Yeah, that's just it. And that's it seems to be the thing right now. They're, they're back do to it sampling and then, yeah. a lot of them. They are. A lot of the current uh, pop and country hits are all sampling again. That's nothing weird. original. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Yeah. State of the music industry, nothing original. Yeah. yeah. Well, Go back to what works, apparently. Yeah. We got the Waterworks 1K Workday keyword. You could walk away with $1,000 after Nugent. Yes. And you could be one word away from winning $1,000 with the Waterworks. 1K workday. All right. I'm writing it down. Go ahead. Write it down, and I'll go spell ahead. it for you, yep. Jerry, too. I'll help you Use it you in a sentence. Yep. Give, I'm going to give you the keyword. Then you go to QFM96.com. You enter that keyword before midnight for your chance to win $1,000. Play every weekday to increase your chance of winning. Today's keyword, shop. S-H-O-P. Jerry, if we ever leave, we can open up our own Shop. S-H-O-P. I don't know what's going to be in the shop. We could just open our own shop. Be like the lion's den. Yeah. I like to go to Sex the lion's toys. den to shop. Yes. S-H-O-P. There you go. Jerry Secret. Jerry Secret. Shopper. But that would be shopper, not shop. Well, there you have it yeah. right there. Good. The Waterworks 1K Workday Good. giving you a chance to put 1000 in your pocket. Complete rules and details, QFM96.com. Shop is the word. Uh, Christy will have a word between 11 and 11.15, 2 and 2.15, and then Arch between 5 and 5.15. Now, Torg, uh, my Detroit Lions go tonight against Green Bay, a little Thursday night action. Now, that will be NFL Network, correct? Uh, No, Prime Video. 
Uh, Prime, okay, and, fair enough. And I don't know. So I can on watch the, it then. Herb Street's so bad. Just so he doesn't. It's too much. He's doing college and pro, and he just can't do pro because he doesn't know the teams. He's a college guy. Yeah, he is. You're asking he a college is. guy to do pro, right. so the commentary's bad, and people nitpick Al Michaels. Like if he says one thing wrong, it's like Al Michaels. He's the goat. Yeah, he's the best you have going today. Right, right. He's awesome. And the Prime Video does a good job in 4K. It's a nice picture. It's beautiful. It really is. What's the line on that tonight? Do we know? Because Michael's going to ask. I Michael Evans He's will gonna ask. It's a one and a half. It's in Green Bay. I know that. Yeah, I thought it was one and a half, but I, I, thought it was I don't one know and if it's Detroit. moved at all. Green Bay's getting one and a half at home? Yeah. Wow. Detroit's the real deal, Detroit man. Detroit getting a little uh, respect. I keep seeing these still Um, one and a half. Is it? I keep seeing these quotes online from Dan Campbell, and I think it's just the internet making it up. In the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, "Show some R E S P I C T." Are you guys Are you guys seeing these fake Dan Campbell quotes? Yeah, it's like the Chuck Norris jokes. Yes, they go to the next level. Where when he's having sex with his wife, he puts a picture of the opposing coach on the (laughs) headboard. Right, right. The one I saw was the one one on one fight with Pete Carroll. So we had to we had to play the football game instead because Pete Carroll didn't want to settle it like men or yeah, something. Yeah. He's he's the real deal. He what is the real deal. I'm talking about he's, eating kneecaps. It's it's uh it's genuine. That was day one when yeah. he made that comment, right? Wouldn't he be great to have as your coach and you're winning? Now losing you think he's a buffoon. But he's winning. Correct. It could have gone the other way. Yep. But it didn't. It's great. He's winning, and he's yeah. talking about bringing a live lion out in the field and yeah. he's just all you know, he's like Spielman. He's like a, he's a Spielman hire. That's a Spielman hire. Yeah. And he's like Chris Spielman, but with person more personality. When they started like one in six or one in seven or whatever last year, I was actually sad. I was like, we're not going to get any more Dan Campbell if they fire him after one yeah. season with a one in seven. But they start. were close though. That's the yes. thing. They're one in yeah, seven. It was were, all right, right. one score games, I think. And yeah. then they turned it around. And yeah. now we get Dan Campbell forever. Oh, we will. And back to uh Herb Street, you want to hear some bad broadcasting. And I understand if you're a uh, former athlete or you're you're new to the broadcasting broadcast industry i get you need a place to go and that place for many are the league networks oh sec acc acc the big 10 network god are those bad broadcasts oh and this jerry denardo oh yeah the former coach of indiana he's been doing it forever oh he switched from the studio, studio to the game. show yeah. is awful. Is he in studio or is he at the game? Uh, no, he's in studio. He's okay. in studio. Yeah. And it's he's, Howard, he's Howard Griffin still in studio? I don't know who that yes. is. Yes. Um, and then it used to be, who used to be the third one? Glenn Mason was the third one. Yeah, Minnesota Glenn's coach. gone. Glenn's, Glenn's gone, gone. Pretty sure. And who took his place? Is pa- Tyvis Powell taking his place in studio or is Tyvis doing games? And I get, kid, you need a place to learn. I, yeah. I, I understand that. You can't go right to the network. I mean, I, I get that. But Jake Butt, did you hear any of him? Oh. He's a local guy. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm a fan of his. I, I, like, I like him, him as a, a person. But, but he's boy. really... He's having uh, phone sex with Jim Harbaugh during the game. Instead it's of a listening to lot. other broadcasters and uh, new stand-up comics do that, and then you just emulate people you admire, it would be better just to don't do zero of that, right? Strip all that away and just tell us what you see. Yeah. In your words. Well, he's a That's Michigan more, grad. It may not be great, 
but at least it's real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it sounds like he's doing an impression of the third tier guy that he heard on ESPN or something. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's that Big Ten Network is bad. It's too much Michigan when he does a game. It's just too much Michigan. Well, you it was a th- Michigan game. Though. I know, but it's like Harbaugh roses. You know, uh, that's yeah, how. Well, like, yeah. You know, and then someone I know said, "Well, if I did an Ohio State game, I would do the same." Yeah, sure, they were still playing sure. Rutgers. There was still another team there. It's like having two chicks at the same time, and you completely ignore one. That's but Jake Butts calling the Well, she's yeah, still but, there. She's yeah. participating. Yeah, she's, she's, she's the ugly chick. She has chick. feelings, too. She's the ugly chick. <laughs> she's giving it her all. <laughs> uh, Good call. Michael Evans next. Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling. Your climate hero. Here's the man. The original Golden Bachelor himself, Michael Evans. Come on, man. Come on. So, uh, like I know, occasionally I get some items wrong while trying to break a story. But yesterday I get this buzz that I have a service to the New York Post and from TMZ uh, just before 12 noon, a bulletin that Bruce Springsteen uh, was canceling his 2023 concert tour due to peptic ulcer disease. Well, hell, I broke that on your on your show on Monday four days ago. Yeah. So I just want to make fun of it. It's official now. He canceled our show here in September this month. On that, yeah. Uh, Next, I don't know. Some insiders say this Taylor Swift, Kelsey, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey romance is nothing more than a promotional tongue-in-cheek sham. Well, a lot of people are saying they're not touching each other. They've not hold hands. They're not kissing. They're not. They're just kind of walking with each other. Travis may not even be aware of it. Look, I don't know uh, whether or not. they're together, but they're not together on a regular basis. I mean, he went to the, a, a quick uh, get-together at a, at a club after the game, but they haven't seen each other since. I mean, true, Travis is playing football, and she's back in Nashville working on, on, some, on some music. Uh, but she is going to be at the game in New York Sunday. Uh, there you go. Play the Jets. I don't know. Is, is it true love? Is it a publicity stunt? Is it going to backfire? I can't wait to see this thing play out. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not like she needs the pub. Why would she agree if it was publicity? She doesn't need publicity. She's, she's Taylor a Swift. Whore. Yeah, yeah but she, she can't get any. I mean, how much does she need? She, just, well, she needs to write a song. She needs material. I mean, yeah. he benefits she's, from this. Well, she yeah. she NFL be- benefits from this. Yeah, she benefits if she's heartbroken by an NFL player, though. Yeah, I, I know it's crazy. She's been heartbroken by other artists, but now an athlete breaks yeah. her heart. Oh. Different occupation. There you go. There you go. Uh, The Hollywood strike may be over, uh, but uh, don't plan any trip to Vegas anytime soon. Be aware culinary, valet, dealers, hotel workers have voted to strike in Las Vegas, the strip, to strip, the strip of all action. So be careful. If you're going to Vegas next month, I'd take a closer look. And uh, while the writers are back to work, guys, the Screen Actors Guild and the American Federation of Television Radio Artists have broken off negotiations with the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers. Well, the translation is that all TV shows and motion pictures are not back to work just yet. They start negotiating on Monday. On Monday. I got you. Okay, bitter. Party of one. So Angelina Jolie calls the media and says that she and her children her children, are still trying to heal after the Brad split. And I'm thinking, she's worth $200 million. She has a half a dozen homes. 
Her children are 21, 19, 18, 17, and the twins are 15. I mean, mean, come on, Jolie. It's been seven years. Time to move on, you know. She hates Brad Pitt so much, I don't think she'll ever let that go. What did he do? Was that that drunken rant on the plane? Yeah, I just wanted out and said he'd had enough of her. He was going uh, with, uh, what was the kids? Maddox. Remember? Him and Maddox used to fight a lot. And it was funny, it was Greg Maddox. That was the weird thing. (laughs) Uh, Here's some scoop. Britney Spears cut herself while doing that stupid knife dance. Uh, Several stitches on her right thigh. Bandages showed up yesterday. I saw that. And Mike, I was telling Jerry during a break during the show, do you notice she's dancing in the same bikini and bra every time? Yeah, what's up with that? Change your underwear, gal. Yeah, soak them in the sink for a couple of days. Use Aww. some woolite. Yeah. You know she's sweating like a stuck pig in that yeah. house. Uh, and in Portugal, Brazil, they have a new thing, nude barber shops. Uh, they're trying to get them started here, but the health department won't allow. I don't know that I want to go to a barber shop and have some nude guy uh, in front of me cutting the front of my hair. Thank you very much. Uh, I can do without a nude barber. Mike, I want to open up a topless woman's hair cutting place and call it a little off the top. See what he did there? Yeah. See what he did there? I got it. Oh, yeah. Clever. I like it. Clever. I like it. Yep, I've hey, had that plan for 20 years now, Jerry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Movie reviews and more tomorrow. Have a great day, guys. See ya. Yep. That's a young... See ya. Yep. That- <coughs> All right, we have five audio clips, and I don't know if you watched the debate last night. I only watched a little bit when I got home. I thought Chris... Hey, come on, at nine or eight? Nine. It was nine, nine o'clock, okay, yeah, yeah, nine. Chris Christie hard-hitting calling Trump Donald Duck. Oh, boy. Just, oh, throwing out those name-calling He's only in this for spite, isn't he? He really is, because he wanted to be part of Trump's cabinet and didn't get named. You know how many times he practiced that in front of the mirror and somebody convinced him? That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Probably his wife. (laughs) Probably did it to his wife. wife probably said, oh, honey, that's great, because a wife's not going to lie to you. Like, if I tell my wife, hey, how do I look? She's always going to say I look good. She's never going to tell me the truth. Uh, yeah, right? that's right. Spouses never, wives never tell husbands the truth. Finish it up. We have reservations but at But that Carabas. was his big insult, yeah. huh? Donald, Donald Duck. Duck. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, if you missed it last night, I, at least the part I saw, this kind of sums it up. Excuse me. Uh, thank you for speaking while I'm interrupting. Literally. While I'm speaking. No, you said bot painful. If I may finish. You can't be on both sides. Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. One of the challenges we should have. We should have a focus on the issues that matter. We know we did business in China. Everybody knows that. Good God. Gives you a headache, huh? How much of that can you watch? I wonder what the number was on that That's why I lasted like 10 minutes, dude. It was just bad, huh? And they couldn't, they didn't even try to get... The moderators try to interrupt. They just kind of let them go, and then they had the little ding. Yeah, now they always uh, declare a winner. Have they done that yeah, at least? Yeah, DeSantis. DeSantis, okay. DeSantis yeah, yeah. was the only guy when I watched who just, when they were yelling and they were all yelling, he just stood back. And then the thing is, is he stood back, and then when he spoke, no one interrupted, at least when I saw. Okay. He, would, he would get it out, and then when they were arguing, he would just sit back. And then when he spoke, he spoke and no one interrupted him. Because uh, Vivek, 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 he did get this in. But I do go a step further. You're right about that, Ilya. I favor ending birthright citizenship for the kids of illegal immigrants in this country. Now, the left will howl about the Constitution and the 14th Amendment. The difference between me and them is I've actually read the 14th Amendment. What it says is that all persons born or naturalized in the United States 
and subject to the laws and jurisdiction thereof are citizens. So nobody believes that the kid of a Mexican diplomat in this country enjoys birthright citizenship. Not a judge or legal scholar in this country will disagree with me on that. Well, if the kid of a Mexican diplomat doesn't enjoy birthright citizenship, then neither does the kid of an illegal migrant who broke the law to come here. There you go. He's also the only one who wants peace talks. Everybody else war, wants more war, money. War, more, war, more, war, right, more, right, more, right. war. He's a smart guy, man. Yep. Smart guy. He's going to get something out of this. I don't know what it'll be. I hope it's not a network gig. Probably a run in four years. Probably another. That, this is not his year. Network between now and when he runs again. Yeah, and then pump it up in f- two years from now. Correct. Or something, right? If he goes CNN or Fox, he's No, sunk. he won't. He's, he's not sunk. made for yeah, that. right. Stay out of that. Yep. And and Chris Christie was so far to say, if we don't stop Russia now, we got to give it everything. And I'm paraphrasing everything we got because they'll take over Poland and all of Europe. It's like, dude, they're not going to take over all of Europe and they're not going to take over Poland. You're just the warmongering. Let's scare everybody into thinking that we need to do more than we are. And if we don't stop now, they're going to take over the world. You know, dude, stop. Stop yeah, I guess that's an indication that'll tell you how strong that uh, defense industry is. Yeah. Those companies, right? Yep. Absolutely. How powerful they are, man. How they much seem money's to have floating every, in. Yeah, they Them seem to have pharma. everybody on board. Yep, and big and pharma we really, as well. And really, truly have no interest there. They're not a NATO country. No, they're not. Yeah. Uh, we should have a humanitarian interest, right? There's a lot of people suffering. We should send money to help. People, but not but for a quote war torn country. You see and, the videos; they're at outdoor cafes. The nightclubs are open. They I mean, are. What kind of war is this? Yeah. And the president said no more elections. So is he a president or a dictator? Yeah. Right. That's what you got to ask yourself. Is he do do yeah. presidents say no more elections? Cut number three here, and a Brad Pitt tells a great story when he was in Hollywood, just starting out, just wanted a little extra screen time. I was extra in a Charlie Sheen film. It was night shoots. I was, by the way, thrilled to be on sets. And they grabbed me to be like the waiter. It was a big dinner scene at a restaurant. And they had me pour the champagne in the glasses. And I thought, I'm going to try to get a line in. And so I poured one, you know, I poured like, maybe, maybe it was Charlie's, I don't know. And then another actor's. And then I got to this actress at the end and I poured her drink. And then I looked at her and I said, would you like anything else? She looked at me and went, Ugh. And the first AD goes, cut, 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 cut. And he came over to me and said, you do that again, you're off to set. And I was like, oh, man, oh, man. We'll give you one. <laughs> Young Brad Pitt. Oh, that's so funny. And that gr- I bet a lot of actors do that. Oh, yeah. And the girls should have went with them, and maybe yeah. they should have kept filming. Right. And she'd say, like, not right now or something. I remember one time uh, my kid at uh, Dublin Sciota, he tried out for the play his senior year. And he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Didn't make the cast, right? So stayed on with the production, and he was built the set. He was part of the set, and then yeah. on the night of the opening night, he had to come on stage to take a set off and bring another one on, right? Yeah. Like while the scenes going on, 
So when he comes on, he was like walking really slow. <laughs> <laughs> he was he drug that damn thing out. You'd have thought he was part of the the production there, oh, but he, no, great. he was he was just supposed to move this and bring this in and gave a wave he, to the crowd. Really, and yeah, he looked wink. out at the audience and everything. He we, was going to get his fifteen yes, seconds. Oh, my son never tried out for a play. My oldest, but he always does the sets. Uh, yeah, Never even right, tries right, out. He does right. the sets for some reason. Well, and guys will tell you the drama loaded with women. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all, probably all the why. girls are in drama. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was. Lee I was Rollins. a thespian. Yeah. Keep your personal you life out of this. I was a thespian. Wayne Brady's coming up next. Hour, I know, Christy. but that's what you call us. Thespian. Uh, thespian. Yes. P, P, and P. was it the understudy who caught your eye, or the guy swinging the hammer in the background? <laughs> a little of both. A little, little both. Well, he was swinging the both. He was swinging a hammer, okay. Uh, Yes. All right. Clip number four Torx Cubs taking on the Braves last night. And history was made as the Braves' Ronald Acuna Jr. stole his 70th base of the season. And he has 40 home runs. First time it's ever been done, a 40 70 guy, right? Yep. Well, they're in extra innings. They're fighting. They're like a game, game and a half out, right? The Cubs. They're in the 10th inning. They got momentum. They're they're pitchers on a roll. And the Braves do this after Okuna sets a record. Can we get the base after the game? I mean, this is this is pretty absurd. I mean, it, it's just a hell of an accomplishment. Totally, but you but can't stop the game and what a highlight yeah. montage. Yeah, that's bizarre. It was really, inning. really weird. And the poor Cubs pitcher, I don't even know who, I don't know your team, I don't know who that was on the mound, but he's... He's got his hands like palms up, going yeah. what in the hell? The batter, a brave, was was scratching his head over the whole. Yeah, thing. that's yeah. weird. Weird man. timing. Because usually you do that stuff before game when you honor a player, Miguel Cabrera. Uh, yeah, that's like they all do done before. They should have did it before the next game because it's in Atlanta tonight. They could have easily did it, it before right, the right, game. Right, right, right. Yep. Cut number five here, Paul Rogers, The Bad Company's back with a new album. What people didn't know is he dealt with a huge health problem. I couldn't do anything, to be honest. I couldn't speak. That was the very strange thing. You know, I'd, 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 I'd prepare something in my mind and I'd say it, but that isn't what came out. And I'd go, what the heck did I just say? How bad was this? Eleven minor strokes and two major strokes. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, those strokes are weird, huh? What that does to that to the mind. Yes, and the rehab afterwards yeah, too, right, man. Right, Holy right. cow, man! Unreal. Glad we don't have that in my family. Strokes. Yeah. <laughs> Our appendixes aren't worth it. <laughs> yeah. 